Well, hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the No Name Podcast. We don't have a name, but we have content. I am Reverend Sharon Gray, and this is... The Kid Sis Minister Tasha. Well, hello, everybody. We are so grateful that, one, we have your attention, two, that we have this platform, We thank God for this platform. We've been using this platform since the, since COVID, since the pandemic. And we are grateful that we can use this platform. We don't take it for granted. We don't take it lightly. We're just grateful that God has allowed us this time to have a conversation, have a conversation and just talk about some things and one, to glorify God and hopefully to help you, or you can share it with somebody that needs help. And at this time, the kid sis is going to give you all the logistics about the No Name Podcast. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode. If you are listening to the audio experience, shout out to you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, We ask that you would leave a review. The more reviews that you leave, the more others are made aware of our podcast. Also, if you are listening to this or if you're watching this on YouTube, what up? Thank you for tuning in to another episode. We ask that you would subscribe, that you would like, that you would turn on your notifications so that you will be notified whenever a brand new episode drops. And we appreciate your support. We cannot say it enough. We are thankful that you continue to tune in to episode after episode after episode. We are simply being obedient uh, to what God told us to do. This is uncomfortable still, regardless of how many episodes we have done. It is still uncomfortable. We still go through trials and tests just to even record. You have no idea (laughs) how many times we have pressed record and went through a whole episode and and nothing, literally nothing. So we know that we're on the right path. We know that the enemy will come and try to distract and discourage whenever you are doing what God has told you to do. So allow the two of us, allow our persistence to be an example for you. Keep persisting. Whatever God is telling you to do, keep doing it regardless of the the obstacles that you face because you are doing his will. So keep being obedient. With all of that said, sis, if you had to describe your week in one word, how would you describe your week? Awesome. Awesome. And kid sis, same thing. If you had to describe your week in one word. I just got out of Toastmasters. And so I just did a speech on gestures. And so that's why I'm using all of mine today. So kid sis, in one word, how would you... describe your week restful i'm sure don't don't do that don't do that i'm sure you had a restful week i wonder why you had a restful week don't do that don't don't do that i'm just wondering why did you because it it was restful doctor's orders it was restful Okay. Well, kid sis. That is I. Three months that in. Is who I, three months into what? 
three months into the new year. Oh. Uh-huh. Three months into the new year. March the 23rd, to be exact. Absolutely not. Today's, what's today's date? Today oh, we are today recording this. Yes. Oh. Oh, wait. Am I supposed to say today? It's okay. You did it. Okay. So, okay, wait. Let's rewind. Let's go back. No, so, I'm going to include all of this <laughs> in the episode. So, no. So, kids sick. Yes. We're three months in. And the date is unknown. Is that better? Your question. Okay. We're three months in. Not only are we three months into the new year, we are in the Lenten season. And we talked about that the last time. We're in the Lenten season. What strengths have you learned during this season? One more time. What strengths have you learned about yourself during this the three months in and the Lenten season? That I'm resilient. Mm-hmm. I'm resilient. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's hard for me to name my strengths. Mm-hmm. Because that's just not who I am. Mm -hmm. I've told you this before. I'm used to just demonstrating Mm -hmm. the characteristics about myself Mm -hmm. and not talking about them. Because to me, talk is cheap. You could talk a good game, but where's the fruit? What, What are you producing? That's good. But I will say that I have demonstrated some resilience so far this year even dealing with school, being there for my parents, dealing with different trials, different struggles. Mm -hmm. I've really, and and here, so my resiliency isn't because of me. It's because of God. Mm -hmm. I'm only only able to be resilient because I'm leaning on him. Right. That's true. And, And trusting that he is carrying me through all of it every single situation mm-hmm. uh, the the bible and i i will look up the exact scripture um but in our weakness god is made strong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we have to realize that the only reason why we're able to get through the things that we're able to get through is because we're depending on god exactly. when i am weak he is strong mm-hmm uh, let me ask you that question. What have you noticed about yourself during these first two and a half, three months of a brand new year? Because you came into the year wanting different. You came into the year with different intentions, different goals, th- different things that you wanted to accomplish. And you had some knowledge about yourself. Mm-hmm. So where, wh- where, where, where would you say you are? in the journey of 2023? What I've learned about myself, and this just happened the other day. So you just now learning something about yourself? Anybody want a kid sister? What I have learned about myself, and this just happened the other day, I am strong. 
And it's because of him that I'm strong. It's in him that I live, move, and have my being. I have been faced with a lot. I have had several losses. I have been through a lot. But the only reason that I know who I am, I know my name, and I'm not somewhere in a padded cell is because of God. I didn't realize it. I mean, people say it or whatever, but I know that because of God, I'm strong. If it wasn't for the power of the Holy Spirit, and if it wasn't for God in my life, I don't know where I would be. And mm -hmm. all the glory goes to God because I am able, I'm able to, I was able to fight through some things and still stand. Mm -hmm. I, I know it was because of him. I know it because of him. Let's see. And I think if I can add this to the conversation while you are looking, whatever it is that you're looking up, as I was, as I was preparing for that last sermon, I started to look at embedded theology versus deliberative theology. Mm -hmm. Embedded theology is that which we've heard about as a child. Mm -hmm. And so we just take it as being true, right? So we, we say, or we teach children that God is good. And we continue to hear that as we grow up. But it doesn't become anything of significance or importance until that embedded theology becomes deliberative the theology. Deliberative theology is your understanding of God based on what you've experienced. So yes, we can keep saying God is good, true. But once we experience the goodness of God, mm -hmm. once we really sit, sit down and think about that, that's mm -hmm. when it becomes real, mm -hmm. right? So, so we can say, oh, we have to trust and depend on God for everything. In a way, we teach that to our children. Mm -hmm. Even during, even when they're going through whatever trials, whatever things that they're going through as kids, mm -hmm. we try to teach them to have a relationship with God. Right. But it becomes real as they begin to grow up. And for some of us, what we have heard about God is beginning to become real because right. we've, been, we've been experiencing some things in these past three years. Exactly. Like the, um, well, the scripture that you were looking for when you said, when I'm weak, I'm strong, that's 2 Corinthians 12 and 10. And it reads, that's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and the, in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I'm weak, then I am strong. So all the glory belongs to God. Everything that I do, everything that <clears throat> I am, all the glory belongs to God. I know full well that it wasn't me that brought me through those things. It was God. So I glory in the fact that God has strengthened me, that God has given me the tenacity to hold on and not get, get uh, and, and not give up. The Bible says, let us not be weary, for we'll reap a harvest of blessings if we faint not. 
it's easy to give up, to throw in the, the towel. It's easy. And of course, we talk about it all the time. That's what the enemy wants us to do. However, we have to stay the course. Staying the course does not mean that we're not going to cry. Staying the course does not mean that we're not going to want to give up. But like you said, deliberative theology is I know for myself that he is a way maker. I know for myself that he promised that he'll never leave me or forsake me. I know for myself now. I don't have to <clears throat> rely on someone else's testimony. Excuse me. I can rely on my own testimony because he's made a way for me. So why, why, why do you think it's so easy to give up? Because normally me, I don't like pain. You like pain? No comment. Pain. I don't, I'm not a, no. You have a low tolerance for pain. My tolerance for pain is like this. Nil. (laughs) And so. I have water for that. Shut up. When, I'm sorry, y'all. When the road gets rough, when when the road gets rough, it's easier to say, forget it. I'm going to just go and do what I want to do. But when the Holy Ghost is in control, you can't just say, forget it. The Holy Ghost is there to help us and to teach us and to cover us and to keep us and to, to, to whisper in our ear. Wait, wait, let me go here. The Holy Spirit is our helper, our paraclete. And he will help us when times get rough so that we don't want to give up. Now, do we want to give up sometimes? Yes, we do. But the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, the Greek word, the paraclete, he's there to encourage us and to strengthen us and to let us know that we're not alone. And I think sometimes because we live in a society that always has or looks at the cost and the benefit of something, mm-hmm. we we have learned very early about risk and rewards. We mm-hmm. do good as a child. We get all kind of stuff. Some of us, True. right? We 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 <laughs> we bring home good grades. We get X, Y, and Z above what we would normally receive but I feel like that attitude has stayed with us as adults right we always want to know well what is this going to cost me what are the what are the rewards attached to me what are the benefits attached to me staying in Mm -hmm. because it feels like if I stay in this situation I'm actually losing Mm -hmm. but I think a a mature Christian will be able to see that even if we keep wanting to use the language of cost benefit, a mature Christian will be able to see that even though it's costing you something, the benefit is far more greater than what it's actually costing you. So yes, going through the trial may cost you some tears. 
Yes, going through the trial may cost you some sleepless nights. Yes, going through the trial may cost you a loss of a friend or two. Yes, going through the trial may cost you X, Y, and Z. But on the flip side of it, what are you gaining? You're gaining a more intimate relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You're gaining peace, in- increased faith. You're mm-hmm. gaining peace. You're gaining strength. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're, you're even though I going into ministry, I, I lost some friends, mm-hmm. but God gave me a group of friends and people that I hang out with mm-hmm. that's on target to where He's taking me. Mm-hmm. So true in in the past that may have hurt. But in retrospect, it was for my good. Right. Not to say that they were bad people. They mm-hmm. just weren't meant for me on this journey. Right. So right. cost benefit. Yeah, it cost me a couple of friends. Mm-hmm. But now look, I'm surrounded by some phenomenal preachers. Mm-hmm. My pastor is a phenomenal preacher. Phenomenal. Like. She's smart. She's, she, well, like, phenomenal. She's brilliant. And she's anointed and she can preach the word. So if if I had to lose some things to be in the position that I'm in today, I'm going to have to take that L. Right. And we all have to take L's in our life when it comes to wanting. Well, it's automatic. It's automatic. When you get closer to Christ, when you when your relationship with the Jesus means more to you than anything in the world, it's inevitable that you're going to be able to do the same things that you used to do. Going out to the club is not important anymore. You know, doing things that don't bring glory to God is not important anymore. Doesn't mean that you don't want them sometimes but when you look back and in retrospect you realize that those things that did not bring glory to god you don't really want to do does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah you don't you don't want to do them what you want to do and and doesn't mean that you're better than anybody else it doesn't mean because the bible tells us that we should not speak think of ourselves more highly than we ought so it doesn't mean that you're better than anybody it just means that you want different. That's it. We're still the same. It's just that we want different. Our wills have have now become his will. Exactly. We have been going through the book of Luke during this Lenten season for our devotional, our church has. I have learned a lot about uh, the book of Luke and I'm sorry I lost my train of thought say what you said what what you just said that we exchanged our will our will for his will yes we exchange our will for his will because that's what's important to us now that's what we want that's what we desire because we want to be more like him. We want the word to transform us by the renewing of our mind. We want our lives to exhibit the fact that we have a real relationship 
with Jesus. Not one of those that you hear people talk about, but that you hear people living out. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 says, Jesus told his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must, de must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Take up the cross. We each have our own individual crosses mm -hmm. that we have to take up and follow Christ. But the, cro the cross wasn't easy. And that brings me to a title, a, a, a sermon title that Pastor Dawson, Sandra Dawson preached. She said, you can't carry the cross and drag the world. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> he said, he said, pick up your cross and follow me. Pick it up, leave those things that we used to do, who we used to be, Make those sacrifices and follow him. Yeah, the, the, the cross isn't isn't something easy to bear. How come why do you think that Jesus needed help? I'm just saying. He, it's, he it's not help. easy. He he needed that man's help. He needed Simon uh Simon. Simon, yes. He needed his help to carry the cross because it was hard. It was hard to bear. But then so for he, us, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Then for us, I think that kind of speaks to community. Mm -hmm. That speaks to us having people alongside of us, mm -hmm. willing to help us, willing to encourage us, willing to keep us motivated, mm -hmm. lead us in the right direction. Imagine, and I know this is speculation, right? This is a what if type situation. Imagine if Simon of Cyrene picked up the cross, but then went the opposite direction. Right. That wouldn't have been helping at all. That would have been going against God's will. Right. So you want to make sure that there are people around you that are going to go in the direction that God is telling you to go. Right. There was a certain direction that they needed to walk. Mm -hmm. The the place of the skull, Golgotha, wasn't in the opposite direction. It was in so, I view. Yeah. So you, you need to make sure that you have the right people around you. Who's true. who's in your circle? Right. Yeah. Who are you listening to? That's true. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh who who are you who are you listening to? Who's pouring into your life? Mm -hmm. Or do you have people pouring in not pouring into your life and only taking stuff from you? Hmm. That that's a part of it too. Right. Exactly. The egg, exactly. We have to be intentional. We have to be intentional about our circle. We have to be intentional about what we put into our spirits. We have to be intentional about what we read. We have to be intentional about everything. And that's why sometimes it may seem a little hard because we have to be intentional about everything we can't be lax in zion we just can't because the devil goes around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour the lord even told peter peter the devil desires to sift you as wheat now 
does that mean that he's talking to us as well? Yep. Yeah. He's talking to us as well. Insert your name there. Insert your name there. Sharon, Tasha, Brenda, David. The devil desires to sift you as wheat. You know why he desires to sift you as wheat? Because he does not want you to be victorious in your walk with Christ. He doesn't want it. And so when he can throw those distractions, those things that does not bring glory to God, when he throws your past at you, when he throws those 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 things that you know that we like to do when he throw those things your way to to stop you from from moving forward he's going to do it but it's up to us to be strong again i said all the time we cannot rely on ourselves we can't do it in and of ourselves we have to rely on the power of god so even if you've had a challenging 2023 first quarter even if you went back from some of the promises that you made to God right yeah. and I'm not I'm not talking about promises that you've made to other people mm -hmm. I'm saying the stuff that you told God that you were going to do differently the stuff mm -hmm. that you said you were going to give up mm -hmm. but because of pressure you decided to pick it up one more time right even if that is the case it's never too late to turn back around right it's never too late to start over and right. this time if you do have to start over don't rely on your own self and your own strength because it's impossible right if you're if you're in that position and you have to start over you have to get back on track rely on god's strength yes because that's how you're going to make it you're not going to make it on your own strength right you're not strong enough right as strong yeah. as you are you're not strong enough as strong as you are say it again as strong as you are, you are not strong enough. That's why it's important that when we get back up, we get back in, do more studying than you did the last time. Do more praying than you did the last time. Spend more time with God this time more than you did the last time change make some changes ask god where you need to be strengthened and then listen to him and once you listen to him execute what he's told you and don't beat yourself up don't do it i remember we had this conversation with the young people when i was teaching sunday school and we talked about conviction and we talked about guilt. And we did that on Instagram too. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's still it still should be on one of our pages when we had the conversation mm -hmm. about condemnation as well. Mm -hmm. On how we can't, we shouldn't, I know we do, but we shouldn't beat mm -hmm. ourselves up uh, because God has already forgiven you. Once you 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 noticed that you messed up and you asked for forgiveness, God said, But I've forgiven you. Now it's up to us to forgive ourselves, to get back on track and do everything that he's told us to do and be right. who he has called us to be. Right. Don't keep beating yourself up because as you continue to beat yourself up, you don't get anywhere. 
you will not get anywhere continuing to beat yourself up except the forgiveness that Christ offers Mm -hmm. and keep moving. Romans 8 and 1 says, so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Once you go to him, you repent and ask him to forgive you, you're free. Don't allow anybody to come back to you and try and make you feel guilty. Now the enemy, he's gonna, he, he, he deals in guilt. He loves guilt. Because when you're guilty, you don't wanna get out of bed. When you're guilty, you feel like you don't deserve God's forgiveness. None of us deserve God's forgiveness, but that's why we have grace and mercy. Hallelujah. The enemy wants you to to be weighed down by guilt. But God, he's so wonderful. He convicts us so that we can go to him and repent, turn away from that thing and allow him to forgive us, heal us, and he will not condemn us. So go be your best self. That's that's my advice. Go be who God created you to be. God said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God said that you are the head and not the tail. God said you are above and not beneath. God said it. Not Tasha, not Gray, right? Not anybody else. Those are that's what God said. And you can find it in scripture. Right. God said that he knew you before you were even placed inside of your mother's womb. He knew what he was calling you to be and to do. He knew all of it. God said, be strong and be courageous. Don't be afraid. That's what God said. Uh People can give you all types of encouragement. People can say all types of things to try to keep you motivated. But when you know who God says you are, when you know, when you know what God says about you, when you know what God has called you to do and to be, that's what you stick to. People can say whatever they want. Yep. All right. Cool. I knew her when. I knew him when. You can know that. However, if any man be in Christ, what's he new? He's new. He is new. And Philippians one and six, he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Christ Jesus. You're gonna mess up. You're going to get upset. You're going to say some stuff. You're going to do some stuff. Don't wallow in the guilt. Don't allow the enemy to blind you with that guilt. You know you did wrong. Go to God and repent. Get up and try it again. Get up. And you have the power to get up because he got up. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 
Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so just know, um, because he got up, and I know it's not Resurrection Sunday yet, but oh, because here. he got up, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! because okay. he got up, you have the same the same power within you to get up, uh, not in and of your own strength. Yeah, because God is already victorious, victorious yeah. over every single situation you have faced and will face. Right. God has the final say. Don't let nobody shut you up, shut you down, shut you out. God has the final say. So be encouraged. Mm-hmm. Bro, sis, get up. You can't stay there. Get so up. much for you to do. Yes. There's so much that you are called to be. There's there is an anointing on your life. And like sis said, the enemy is trying to stop it. Oh, but yeah. greater is he. Ah, yes, sir. Gotta go. Go yeah. ahead, sis. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. He is a good, good father. That's what the song says. I need you to rely on him. I need you to trust him. I need you to read his word. Romans 8, 28. All things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose, his purpose. People may try to discourage you. They may try to distract you, but all things work together for the good of them who are the called according to his purpose, his purpose. There is a purpose. God has placed purpose in you, purpose on your life. Be found faithful. Don't allow the enemy or anybody to discourage you, to distract you. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you have not participated in this Lenten sacrifice, it's okay. Join us now. Or or go and find a devotional, a Bible-based devotional. You can find one in you version, a Bible based devotional so that you can spend some alone time with God so that you can allow this the word of God to speak to you and to minister to your heart holy week is coming up I'm so excited holy week is coming up and it's 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 at that time where we 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 follow the footsteps of Jesus before he goes to the cross and and we see what you know, those things that he did and and how uh, he was empowered to handle that ugly, gory death on the cross. And he did it knowing what he was going through and he did it willingly just for me and for you. Oh, but on the third day, he... Ah, he got up with all power and heaven and earth in his hands. And that's why we are victorious. Not because I did anything. Not because the kid sis did anything. Not because my pastor did anything. It's because Christ got up and because. Because he lives. I can face tomorrow. 
because he lived. All fears are gone. Because I know who holds my future. Hallelujah. Because he lives. Woo. Well, as you can see, Big Sis just messed her own self up. And I'm over here trying to keep it together. Um, full transparency this has been an emotional another emotional uh, week there's been ups and there's been downs um, but I'm sitting here pressing record having this conversation only because he got up so I have to keep pressing I have to keep pushing forward um, and that same message applies to you keep pressing keep seeking God's face keep getting up every single day keep showing up every single day and watch how God will turn the situation around for your favor I don't know what the situation is um, but if you keep doing your part and if you keep showing up not just for yourself or keep showing up not just for your family but keep showing up for God and I promise you I promise you that God will turn the situation around you will be able to share your testimony of how you were experiencing something but God you will be able to share your testimony of how you were sick but God you will be able to share your testimony or or you share your experience of being depressed but God you will be able to share your experience and your testimony of dealing with addiction but God you will be able to share a but God testimony but only if you keep pressing if you give up that's it. If you give up, your life will be different. And so will generations after you. After, oh so were other people, uh, their, their, their life is going to be on the line because you gave up. Because you, you didn't say yes. You didn't keep going. Can I just sing just a tad bit? Go ahead. Because he lives. I can face tomorrow because he lives. All my fears, they are gone because I know, know who holds my future. My life is worth the living just because, because he lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So God, how we thank you. God, how we thank you. There is no way any of us would be able to be in this moment if you did not continue to live. And God, not only do you continue to live, but you continue to reign. You look, you sit high and you look low, but even in that, God, you continue to protect us. You continue to watch over us. You continue to keep us. You continue uh, to, to provide for us. You continue to keep us sustained. God, you continue to bless us. God, you continue to pour out your grace and your mercy on our lives. So God, in this moment, we just say thank you. You're so gracious. You're so kind. You're so marvelous. You're so wonderful. There is absolutely no one like 
you, God. There's no one stronger than you. There's no one mightier than you, God. There's no one more loving than you, though our parents and our grandparents and our friends and our family members may love us. No one truly loves us the way that you love us. And you demonstrated that by sending your only son to die on the cross for our sins. You did that for us. What an ultimate display of sacrifice and love. And for that, God, we say, thank you. God, forgive us of all of our sins, creating us a clean heart and renew within us the right spirit. God, we thank you for this conversation. Thank you, God, for showing up. God, thank you for providing uh, this platform to be used so that you get the glory. God, I thank you for every single person that is listening or watching. God, I pray that you would meet the need in their life. God, that person that is held down by shame, by guilt, by condemnation. God, I am asking, I am begging you to break those chains and allow them to experience freedom in you. God, help them to see that you've already forgiven them. So it's time for them to forgive themselves, pick themselves up and trust you and move forward. God, you've given us all assignments. God, there is a call on all of our lives. So God, help us to discover the call but then also help us to move in the call. So many people know the call, but they don't move in it. They don't operate in the anointing. So God, I bind that right now in the name of Jesus. And I am asking God that you would send a fresh wind, send a fresh anointing. God, send reminders of who you created us to be. The world can say any and everything. The world can say what they want, but God, you have the final say. You've called us blessed. You've called us friend. You've called us child of children of God. So God, help us to be just that. God, I thank you for my sister. I thank you for her continued sacrifice. God, I thank you for her uh, sacrifice and her obedience to you. God, I ask that you would continue to meet the need in her life. God, you know the need. You know the desires. And God, I'm so grateful that you do know those desires and you know the needs because only you have the ability to meet the need. So meet the need, God, in the name of Jesus. Continue to make a way out of no way, God. Continue to anoint her ministry, God. You've 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 called her to do great things in your kingdom. So God, help us help 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 her to walk in it. Help her to stop being so afraid. Help her to stop being so timid. Help us help help her to stop wondering what everybody else thinks and what everybody else says, God, and remind her of what you say about her. That is your daughter. You've created her to do some things. So God, create the space, create the space for her gift, God. And we thank you in advance for doing it. God, we love you so much. Bless every single person that continues to watch. Bless the, the person that's watching for the first time. Allow them to hear something that will continue to transform their life. God, we thank you and we love you and we give you all the praise, glory, and the honor. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. Hallelujah. She'll take a record deal too. If anybody is looking, <laughs> if anybody want to sign her for a record deal, um, I'll be the manager though. Uh, I, I require a 20% fee. <laughs> She's just playing y'all. Hey, just saying, just saying you can, you can do background vocals for somebody. You never okay. know. What's yeah, I can do background. Never know. Yeah. I can do some background. Don't, okay. Don't play. Right, right, right. I can do background. I'm cool. You don't know what God can do. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you when you're right. All right, everybody. You all continue to pray for my kid, sis. She has her 
what is it? Her Something. thesis statement due on the 30th for her doctoral project. She's almost there, y'all. Keep my little sister in your prayers. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Peace out. Peace.